0: to restock for 4th of July. Okay, here we go. Um, anyone listening, if you hear rain in my background, if that didn't filter out, I apologize, but it's currently raining in Austin. But I'm not complaining because we desperately need the rain. Okay, let's do this. Hold on. One last thing. Ah, delicious. Okay. Hello, world. Welcome back to the Flores and Friends podcast. Now, if you read the title description, this is not a full episode. This is not count towards the 100 episode count. This is a special mini episode. Uh, before we get too far there, I am back with my hetero life mate, Benjamin Alexander Casson. Ben Casson, how are you doing tonight? I'm good. I'm
1: good. I'm uh, ready to uh, bring the heat like I'm like i in Vader's castle.
0: There you go. Like you're on Mustafar, which we can get into. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, guys, this is mini episode number eight. 8, mini episode 8, episode 8, like one, The Last Jedi. Uh, But we'll talk about that in a little bit. We didn't want to do a full episode, but Obi-Wan, the Disney Plus Lucasfilm Star Wars TV series just wrapped up. And I have plans for episode 98, 99, and 100. So this is not a full episode, like I said. But this is just two guys who really love Star Wars talking about it. And if you've been following this pod, literally me and Ben went through all nine yeah we did a special mini episode on rise of skywalker right i think so yeah yeah i think we did i think we did an episode was it t yeah i think we No, we did the. we did all like six or nine i don't remember it doesn't matter it's up there Uh, i'll share the specific episodes in the description but we don't have a lot of time but basically we've gone. we've talked about every single star wars movie um on the pod before uh and i think we did a whole episode on the last jedi that was about as long as The Last Jedi. It was great. Uh, So yeah, definitely if you like what you hear on this mini episode, go back and listen to those episodes. They're really great. And I don't think there's anything uh, too wild or crazy that we said at the time that may have changed. I don't know. Uh, I haven't listened to those episodes in a while, but uh, I I think it's fair to say that we probably still have the same opinions of all of the films, more or less. I think so. Yeah. Okay. I think so. But before, I'm sorry, we have to do one quick tangent, one quick aside. Uh, It's very important. Uh, I have something I wanted to say before the episode started. Uh, I want to give a supreme fuck you to Justice Clarence Thomas, Justice Alito, Justice Gorsuch, Justice Brett Kavanaugh, and most of all, a gigantic fuck you to Justice Amy Coney Barrett. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you have been living under a rock. I just wanted to say... Fuck all five of them, and I hope they eat shit for the rest of their life, their respective lives. Ben, do you have anything to add to that?
1: Hopefully they don't. Ooh, no, that's,
0: that's going to be misconstrued.
1: Uh, <laughs> nothing I can say legally.
0: Okay. Well, I, I'm sorry. I know I committed a cardinal sin. I made you know, a conversation. I got political in a conversation about Star Wars, and you and I both know if there's one thing Star Wars is not, It's political, you know. It's not political, right, Ben?
1: That's right. Yeah. Uh, Who could who could ever who who would think who could think that?
0: It's many things. Star Wars is many things, but politics are nowhere near anything related to Star Wars. Let's make that very clear up top. We don't want to get anybody twisted. All right. Anyway. uh, So yeah. (laughs) Fuck all those people. I hope that. all of them rotten hell. Anyway, so let's get to the episode. Like I said, we're on a time limit here. And we don't literally me and Ben could have we could probably do a full episode on Obi-Wan and, you know, Boba Fett and like all the upcoming Lucas films. So that's basically what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about Obi-Wan. We're going to do non-spoilers and then spoilers uh because Ben has something very important to read when it comes to non uh, comes to spoilers. And then we're going to touch on Boba Fett cuz I don't think we've talked about Boba Fett on here and then we'll talk about the rest that are coming. And, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Okay, let's get started. So, needless to well, not needless to say, for anyone not aware, uh, the Obi-Wan Kenobi series uh, just wrapped up this previous week, uh, last week, sorry. Uh, we're recording this on Monday. Um, it was a six-episode run. It was the long-delayed, long-speculated long, delayed, long, long speculated a uh, spin-off, Obi-Wan spin-off. Luckily, they didn't pull a solo and just try and cram it all into a feature-length film. And, you know, it's funny. Uh, ben, I think I told you a story, but my brother, I remember talking to him about Obi-Wan, and he goes, did you know that they were going to make an Obi-Wan movie show? I was like, Kev, Kev, who are you talking to here? I-, I was like, yes, I knew. I knew as soon as Lucasfilm was bought by Disney in 2012, and then, like, the following year when they announced they were going to do... Episode 7, 8, and 9, and they talked about doing spinoff films, which eventually became Rogue One, which be- eventually became uh, Solo. I was like, it was always rumored and speculated uh, that Obi-Wan would get his own thing because, you know, we, we've talked to death about the prequels. But I think that everybody was shortchanged with those, and I could tell that and McGregor definitely wanted to get back in the saddle. Uh, so, yeah, it finally arrived. Uh, I'll just tip my hand a little early. I loved it. It's not without its problems, but we'll talk about that in a bit. Uh, Ben, how did you feel about when an Obi-Wan show got announced? Just real quick, like, were you excited? Were you dreading it? Because I know how big a fan of Han Solo you are and how they kind of fucked Solo. Like that was not every, that was kind of terrible in a way, Uh, especially someone who is so endeared to that character. Obi-Wan is my, basically my Han Solo. So like, I love Obi-Wan. So how did you feel about it?
1: I mean, I was excited, definitely. I was optimistic, but I was also kind of guarded about it. I'm sure we'll talk about this some more later. But things that's been an issue for me um, is this whole thing with uh, them making these like prequel and spinoff and and whatever kind of movies, um, and they're bound by these certain events and timelines and things that are canonically extant in the series already. So I was I was very excited that Hugh and McGregor was going to be reprising his role as obi-wan because i think i don't think it's much of a stretch to say that was the best part of this of the prequel trilogy
0: yeah Um, i would agree that he was i think he rose above the material and gave the best performance over all three films
1: but i was excited to see him go back to that role because Mm -hmm. i like like we both said he had a lot more to give in it but i was apprehensive of them putting another story in this already cluttered space that exists in between Mm -hmm. the end of revenge of the Sith and a new hope.
0: Mm. I, I share a lot of those same, I did share a lot of those same concerns. Um, but you know, and I was excited for solo and I was excited for rogue one. Um, but I was not nearly as excited as I was for this because, like I said, I love what we want. I love Ewan McGregor. He's my f- favorite character. And there's a distinction I want to make when we get into the show about who – like I love Darth Vader. Like Darth Vader is like my icon. Like I, I thought Darth Vader is like the coolest like character ever. But he's not my favorite character because he's kind of a terrible – he's the bad guy, right? So, uh, But he's so cool. <laughs> he's so fucking cool. I guess we could just get started. We could just leap right in. Non spoilers. will 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 I'll put a time code in the description on when the spoiler start So you, if you haven't watched it yet or you haven't finished it yet, you know, come back and if you want to finish the rest of this ep- the little mini episode. So Ben, like, how would you grade it? Like, how are, on your particular grading scale of choice, one to ten, one to five, five stars, A through F, what? How would you grade this
1: series? I think that there were a lot of cool things mm-hmm. in it, and and cool, you know cool is like a, a star Wars fan. That's not just in it for like action and, and battle stuff, like cool in the sense of like the grander experience of the universe. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there was some cool stuff there. I think that there were some places where it fell short um, and, and some things that kind of went more, the, more of the fan service route than kind of the more interesting character development route. Um mm-hmm. But I mean, it was, it was solid. It was, it was entertaining. There were some really great performances in it. Mm-hmm. So I'd probably give it, I'd probably give it overall like a B.
0: I'm surprised by that. I was expecting you to give it more of like a C or a mid, more middling uh, grade because I would probably give it a B plus as well. Like there is like, so we've talked about this in the past, especially with Rise of Skywalker, which we did a whole episode on. And I stand by it. I love, I loved that movie. I don't think it's a good movie. I love it in the same way that I love like, I don't know, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, Secret of the Ooze. It's not a good movie, but I love it because I feel like a kid when I watch it. And I, I have fun watching it. Or like even worse, Batman and Robin. I think Batman, Batman Ran and Robin is an objectively terrible movie. Like everybody agrees that's a terrible movie, but I fucking love it. Like if you, if we were hanging out and that was on and you were like, Hey, do you want to watch this? I'm like, fuck yeah, let's watch this because that movie makes me feel like a kid and tross did make me feel like a kid like i felt like wow i'm watching star wars it was dumber. it was dumber than a pack of sack of bricks and it didn't really make any sense in the last 10 minutes it infuriate me to this day and probably will forever infuriate me i loved it. i enjoyed it. i have fun i have not rewatched it it's like the ones i go back to rewatch i'm getting off topic i know but like the ones i usually rewatch are a new hope empire and force awakens and sometimes jedi uh, last the uh, return of the jedi not last jedi, so return of the jedi uh but like i i don't really watch because i know you rewatched this the other day you, you watched tlj the other day and i don't think i'll re-watch tross randomly but so all i want from star wars all i ever want from star wars is it to be fun is it it doesn't need to be it doesn't need to be like you know i mean i don't want it to be boring or like completely nonsensical and i think rise of skywalker tested those limits pushed those limits but like uh i all i ever want from star wars is fun that's all i ever want is fun and like because there's more bad star wars than good star wars And i think we talked about that when we did our rise of skywalker episode and probably last jedi episode so i'll just say that i would give it a b plus you know a three and a half four out of five stars or like you know Seven and a half out of ten, or eight out of ten. However, you want to, whatever helps you get the gist. Uh, I had so much fun with it. I loved. Uh, we're not. We're not going to spoil anything now that isn't already like been revealed online on social media or like anything. So if you don't want to know anything going into this, probably skip this entire conversation. But like, Darth Vader came back. I my favorite moment in 2016, probably overall, because 2016 was incredibly shitty year considering all the things that happened in the world in 2016, even though I moved to Austin in 2016. Uh, No, my favorite moment in all of 2016 was Darth Vader, like in Rogue One, the scene at the very end, which is like, I had a, like I had a religious moment when Darth Vader was a fucking badass in Rogue One at the end. And I got a lot of the same feels in Obi-Wan that I did with that Rogue One scene. It felt like they took that and broadened it up because Vader's a fucking badass in this. And I don't necessarily understand like why they brought Hayden Christensen back except for like a few scenes that you know that were either flashbacks or you know whatever like they showed him in a back a back the bath the tank sorry but i loved it i i was so much fun like anytime. Obi-Wan was doing Obi-Wan stuff. And whenever Vader was on screen, I was like, everybody shut the fuck up. Darth Vader's on my television screen. Shut up. Nothing else matters right now. So that's why, that's my overall pitch of it is like, I just had fun and we got to see some things we've never seen before. Like we got to introduce some new characters. We got to reintroduce some old characters that I really enjoyed. But like at the end of the day, I had fun and I, I loved it. I look forward to it every Wednesday and I don't, before we go into spoilers, do you want a follow-up? Do you want another series? Or do you want no more of this? Like, this is it. Don't do not do another one of these. Because it's not it's, – it, it was marketed as a limited series, but it definitely could – they could do another one if they wanted to. I don't know what they would do because it really wouldn't make any sense like what, what else is there for Obi-Wan to do until A New Hope. So do you want another one?
1: So, okay. So we're talking specifically about another Obi Wan series. Yes,
0: with Ewan okay. McGregor. So, and I guess with some of the characters that were introduced in this show.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so here's my thing. Um, mm-hmm. What I would really like, and this is something,
0: so uh, I,
1: I I'm going to echo some sentiments that I think more than a couple people have, and and it's kind of the direction that that would have been interesting for me for the the uh, series to explore, is kind of. Not Obi Wan going on this grand adventure, but mm-hmm. Obi Wan just being a, a crazy old wizard that lives out beyond the Dune Sea. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I think that would be a really interesting. Um, you could you could have some interesting stories that happen there on a the character level, um, and then you could also, I don't I don't know if I should. I mean, this is from a show that's like years old now but he, he has an appearance in, um, what does that show, in Rebels. So a little bit of backstory for anybody that doesn't know what's going on in Star Wars lore that's very complicated. Um, Darth Maul lives after the duel of, of the Fates, right? And he comes back with, like, weird robot legs or whatever, and he's, you know, there's issues there, but, you know... Um, <laughs> But uh, he comes back, and he is obsessed with finding Obi Wan and getting revenge on him. Like that mm-hmm. is his entire purpose for continuing to exist. Um, and it and it crops up in the Clone Wars TV show, um, but it comes to a head in Rebels, um, where you actually see Obi Wan and Darth Maul have their final duel, where Obi Wan yeah. kills Darth Maul, like once and for all. And I think that a live action series that explores the time, because Rebels takes place like right before A New Hope. Um, so I think a story that explores him living in solitude and, you know, getting to that point where he has that final, um, that final confrontation with Darth Maul, I think that would be a really cool thing to explore. Um But as far as the the characters that exist in this show and stuff like that, I'm curious to see what happens with Moses Ingram's character. Mm -hmm. But I don't know that it needs to have Obi-Wan. That show would need to have Obi-Wan in it.
0: Yeah, I I guess I agree. I'm more of the we don't need any more. No, I don't necessarily mean that because when we talk about what's coming down the pike – I am interested in some of the other shows that take place during the Skywalker saga. Uh, But I'm good. I don't need another one. I'm fine. We're good. We don't need any more of this. This will always be there. It will always be on Disney+. Plus. If I ever want to rewatch it, I don't need any more of this. I feel like they did Obi-Wan justice in this series. They definitely expanded upon some things that maybe or maybe not didn't need. Maybe or maybe did not need any expansion or elaboration but it's fine. I don't want any more because I we'll get into the spoilers. I don't know how much more they can do in the so this takes place ten years after Revenge of the Sith. And so it has nine years up until a new hope. And yeah, you could fit something in there, but like I'm I'm good. We don't need any more. Let's just let's just always like let's just stick with what we always assumed that sure things were going on in that 19 years in between episode three and four, but we don't necessarily need to see that. It's not necessarily relevant or doesn't really add anything to the overall story in those 19 years. Like anything that happened, you know, maybe were interesting, but doesn't necessarily need to be explored. So I'm, I'm more of the, let's leave well enough alone. I don't need to see any more of this. And I really don't want any, I really don't want any more Tatooine. Like, yeah, Tatooine. Cool. (laughs) But like we've had so many stories on Tatooine or uh, Jeda, or no, not Jeda. Yeah, Jeda was in Rogue One, and then uh, uh, shit. What's planet in Episode Seven? Ray's on? Oh, Jakku. Jakku. Yeah, that's oh, guys. late. Um, it's a Monday. There's a bunch of sand planets. Can we get off the sand planets? Like we've been in the sand planet in Boba Fett. We've been to Tatooine on Boba Fett. We've been to Tatooine in mandalorian we've been now in obi-wan it's just like okay we, we we need to get we need to move on okay we just need to move on this was fun this was lovely i had a great time but let's let's leave well enough alone
1: uh yeah, it's just i'm sorry i just got to cut in it's so funny talking about how tatooine makes an appearance constantly in this series yeah even though one of the first things that we hear about it is luke saying well if there's a bright center to the universe this is the planet that's farthest from." And it's like the center of everything. Yeah, it had in like the series.
0: It literally at the end of TROS, at the end of the Skywalker saga, which you and I both had issues with. It literally is the last place we are on. Like Ray Star Wars. Ray Star. Wars. <laughs> Funniest. I'll share the meme in the description so other people know what we're talking about Ray Star Wars. Okay, so let's move on to spoilers. Okay, so if you've not finished Obi Wan, sorry. All right, five four three two one last chance all right we're in spoiler territory and ben a little backstory for you if you're still with us the idea to record this literally popped in my head when ben sent me the following message when i asked him about after we both watched obi-wan the season or series finale of obi-wan and he gave a pretty extensive list of like I called them complaints earlier, Ben. What would you call them? Just like questions, like issues. What would you call them?
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know if I want to call them complaints. It's uh, questions is is an okay term. Like, mm-hmm. it's just, it's at the end of the day, it's just. I'll preface, I'll preface it by saying I don't think that anything in the show breaks canon. Mm-hmm. I, you know, like you can, you can explain that. everything that happens in the show. In, in, in it, and it reconciles fine with what we've seen in, in the movies and the other properties
0: mm-hmm.
1: and that's fine. But there are still some questions that I have. There's, there's, there's questions that I have of, of the writing. That's, that's probably the big thing questions I have of the writing, whether that is the choice to include things that only exist for nostalgic value or kind of ham fisted ways of like, starting off storylines
0: okay well you literally started off with thoughts and it was part of a it was the middle of a conversation so i mentioned basically my my big thing i think it was episode five i think it's episode five like so just to context why where where ben's coming from i'll just set it up basically so obi-wan tries to like get the starter story to stop chasing them so he takes his ship a dropship to fly to this random rock planet. Or was that episode six? I think that was episode six. Uh, It was six, yeah. Yeah. So he flies to this rock planet. So Vader will chase him. And I basically asked the question. I was like, look, I love you, Darth Vader. You're like my idol. But like Anakin is still a thundering dumbass because why not take the ship? Like literally he takes a ship from the Star Destroyer to the rock planet. I'm like, why didn't you just take that ship to begin with to chase Obi-Wan? And you have the Star Destroyer chase the rebels that it's been chasing why why not divide and conquer and then you said
1: and then i said <laughs> okay and there's going to be I, I will also another preface there is some stuff in here that i have thought about since sending this message that i i might change my thoughts on but mm-hmm. these were my thoughts at the time um okay uh yes yeah, so to divide and conquer exactly it reminds me of another issue i had with the show Reba's plot hinges on obi-wan coming to rescue the princess How would she possibly know that would work? She was a child in the Purge. Why would she even know that Obi-Wan and Organa know each other? And speaking of somehow knowing things, in this episode, she gets to Tatooine and doesn't say I'm looking for a Skywalker. She says I'm looking for a farmer named Owen. That's the part I'm going to change because I went back and watched that little clip in the episode because I was like, does this, is this? And that's what the message says. The message talks about Owen. So that's not as much of an issue anymore. Anyway. Anyway uh going on also the lightsaber battle obi-wan goes into it saying either he dies or vader does then remembers how to fight a skill he somehow loses in less than a decade even though it's pretty clear he's like oh i'm a fucking jedi by the end of the episode defeats vader lets him live again even though he saw what anakin had become and was given the whole you should have killed me when you had the chance earlier on aside from the fact that he had already made up his mind that someone would die And yes, how does Luke not put anything together with seeing Reva? And Obi-Wan is introduced to him by Owen, and then the only other time we see him referenced by Owen to Luke is when he calls him a crazy old wizard or some shit. Speaking of people knowing each other, what about Leia? I can understand her not mentioning that she and Obi-Wan know each other in the only hope message, but he doesn't recognize her. It was bad enough with with R2 and 3PO, but come on. And then she watches him die in a new hope and has nothing to say about it. And finally, what's with people being mortally wounded with lightsabers and not dying? Not even talking about the Grand Inquisitor and Reva, I'm talking about Vader and to a lesser extent Kylo Ren. A lightsaber slash through your face and you just walk it off? Speaking of that, we get Hayden Christensen back to just see him badly de-aged in two flashbacks and in so much makeup it didn't matter as Vader. As you can see, I've got a couple of bones to pick.
0: Okay, so I, I still find it like, I think Kev called me when he, cause Kev was watching Obi-Wan or my mom or somebody was like, so how did she survive Vader stabbing her? I was like, that's a good, that's a good point. I don't know. Uh, because I just had to laugh because at the end we get a cameo. Thankfully I was very approaching problematic territory. Just a heads up. I was very happy to see Liam Neeson back as Qui-Gon for like a hot second. That was nice. He was not in it too much, but he was in it just enough. And I'm glad he was there. Uh, but it's kind of funny that, like, poor Qui-Gon gets stabbed by Darth Maul in Phantom Menace. And then, like, he's dead. But, like, when you were talking about Darth Maul earlier, I was like, Darth Maul got cut in half. Which, I, I'm not a doctor. And I'm not, a like, a uh, alien physiolo- physiologist when it comes to the Star Wars universe so, or galaxy. So I don't know what, the, what Darth Maul's race. I don't know if they have some better... Physiological thing in them to survive getting cut in half easier than say a, a, a normal human in the star wars galaxy would so well like he gets cut in half gets some robot legs and he's fine qui-gon gets stabbed and he dies within like five minutes but no but and then Riva gets stabbed she's fine how did she that was my other thing i was like so 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 let me get this straight so vader stabs her and then like her, he and the Grand Inquisitor and all the stormtroopers just fuck off and leave her to die. Okay, so so she's stabbed. How does she have the strength to get up? How does she have find? How does she have enough strength and where and know how to find a ship that has hyperdrive to get her from that planet? I can't remember what the planet is, but to Tatooine. And how does she have the strength to track down Owen Lars? And how does like I'm just like in that last episode. I was like, how does she like? how how is she doing all this? Like, I get what they're doing. It's like, just go with it. And like, okay. Yeah. All right. Sure. Whatever. I don't care. Again, don't get hung up on stupidity stuff. It it, it was fun. Uh, But I was just like, wait, what? That was my thing. I was like, wait a minute. Uh, And then, so like, and also just like, I I get, they wanted to give Owen Lars and Baru something to do, but like, so they had guns the entire time. Like, I know Luke has a rifle. When they go track down R2 in A New Hope, I was like, okay, so yeah, I guess he had to get the gun from somewhere, but they have like, they have like shotguns like hidden in the, in like this little uh, hideout in the, in in their little farm. And I'm like, did they, did they not have those when the stormtroopers came in A New Hope? Like, how, how were they strapped this time ready for Reva to show up? But like, how? I was like, okay, but to your point, I agree. The show didn't break continuity or break canon, but it definitely bent it as far I think as it possibly goes, and that's kind of why I don't want another season. Because I'm like, if they continue with this modus operandi of like bending continuity as far as and as po- as twisted as much as they possibly can, I fear that they're going to eventually do something. Maybe intentionally, maybe not, un- like unintentionally. They're going to cause Uh, Like a plot hole, or a continuity error, or like something that just doesn't—that is just beyond suspension of disbelief. So that's the reason why. Yeah, it was. Well, how did you feel about Leia? I really liked Leia. Some people didn't like Leia. Like, didn't thought she was too precocious and really was like kind of annoying. But I loved her. I I actually that was one of the pleasant surprises of the show was this young actress that played Leia.
1: Yeah, I, I definitely agree. And how can you say that a little girl was too precocious to be Leia? i mean anyway yeah I, I don't like kids again. um i mean sure but yeah no i i, I like leia in the show um it was it was it was it was nice to see her be the focus for a change as well as opposed to you know young luke is which is what you would probably expect
0: yeah and i feel like that was a uh a rope dope they like kind of you know they didn't show leia they kept her hidden for the most i don't think she showed up in any of the promotional material leading up to this uh so i guess there was like they guess they were trying to go for like a pseudo baby yoda but I, I don't know we'll see uh i mean that's I that maybe just like like connecting dots there that aren't really there but like uh it was a surprise. It was a pleasant surprise to see Leia because, like, we don't really know anything about Leia prior to New Hope. So, yeah, it was really – and it's – I don't know. How did you feel? Do you feel like you wanted more Luke in this? Like, we only got, like, the bare minimum of, like, young Luke. And I guess if they do do a second season, it would be cool to see more of young Luke. But what do you think? Do you think we got enough? Do you want more of young Luke? What are you feeling?
1: I got to be honest with you. Luke was whiny enough as a 19-year-old. I can only imagine him as a small child. That <laughs> was at
0: Natasha Station. Get some power converters. Uncle Owen. <laughs> anyway, yeah, uh, I I thought she was I thought she was great. I thought Leia was great. I really like seeing Jimmy Smith's back. I loved him in NYPD oh, yeah. Blue. And I think we talked about this at the end of episode one. That was like the first time we ever, in hindsight, we do get to see Cor- uh, not Coruscant Alderon, at the end of for a little bit at the end of Revenge of the Sith. Like when like you see Jimmy Smith's Bail Organa Mm -hmm. holding baby Leia and you get to see it a little bit, but that was like the first time we really got to see Alderaan. Like all we know about Alderaan is it blows up in a new hope. And like, it's really cool to see (laughs) Alderaan. Like we have some frame of reference. Like it's not just a, a painting of a planet that gets blown up. Like that's, it's nice to see Mm -hmm. that. It was nice to see that.
1: Yeah. 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 Yeah, definitely.
0: Like I said, I loved Vader and if I'm talking too much, feel free to chime in. Like, I, I loved Vader. I really, I, like, I obviously that wasn't Hayden Christensen in most of that. Was, that was probably a stunt double in the suit doing a lot of the action scenes. But I really loved when Obi-Wan cuts off his mask and you get to see a little bit of him. And I thought that was really cool. It's like, okay, you probably could have kept that on the DL that he wasn't coming back. And if he and if we had been like, oh my God, that's Hayden Christensen in there. That would have been mm-hmm. fucking awesome. But, you know, it was still a good moment. I really loved that. I think the highlight of the the show was that last fight in the rock planet in episode in episode six. Like it was kind of dumb because like you said, we're here to kill each other, but we're going to do everything in our power not to kill each other, even though we have plenty of opportunities to kill each other. And, but it was so much fun. It was just so cool. Like in episode three, when they're fighting in that, like, I guess like sand pit, I don't know. Or that sand or that gravel factory. That was really cool. But like this fight this was the proper fight that we always wanted again it doesn't really make sense like nine years they're like fumbling bumbling and it on the death star when they fight like i mean okay uh sure uh but it was fine i had so much fun with that scene like them going at it again that was that was so cool and last thing i'll say before you can go ahead ben was i don't think that was actually james Earl jones's voice i think they basically you know did this digital wizardry where they like took all of his recordings in Star Wars films and other recordings of his voices, and then basically just digitally simulated his uh, his voice. But oh my god, it was so fucking great hearing James Earl Jones as Vader again. Oh, I love Darth Vader so much. First time I ever saw Star Wars, I was like, that is the coolest thing on the planet, Darth Vader. Uh But Obi Wan is my favorite character. I I love Obi Wan the most. Like he's my favorite. But Darth Vader, man, he's like my idol. He's like everything. He's like the definition of cool to me is Darth Vader. Even though he's a bad guy and he killed a bunch of kids, but. Nobody's perfect. All right, nobody's perfect. I'm not saying I endorse what he does. I just think he's fucking badass. So what else do you have to say? Spoilers. <laughs> spoiler, go ahead and be spoiler as you want, Ben. What were some other things you loved about it?
1: Um there was there was some stuff that I really liked in in the show. Um, yeah. for sure. Uh, like it was we talked about Leia. How enjoyable that was. Um, and uh, I really liked uh, the that the Tala character. Um,
0: oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She was the uh, double agent, the uh, Empire mm-hmm. imperial double agent. Yeah,
1: yeah. That was that was cool to see, and and I liked her whole storyline. And that uh, I don't remember what that fucking robot's name was, but yeah, it was like a lifter or dope.
0: something like that, a non-verbal yeah. lifter.
1: Yeah, he was he was cool. There was just um, there was there was some stuff. I mean. It, I think it's this this obsession in making these Star Wars, these new Star Wars properties, where it's like all of this stuff has to be explained. It all has to come from somewhere. Yeah. Like, like the scene where the the huge battle, that the the climactic lightsaber battle between Obi Wan and Vader, it was cool. It was great to watch. Um, yeah. It was very exciting, and then it ends. With you know him getting his mask cut open and you getting this really cool effect of his like split persona thing happening.
0: Yeah, his split was, voices. Was cool.
1: Yeah, you got to kind of sort of see that same thing in uh, an episode of Rebels.
0: Yeah, um, I I I seen a screenshot of that. Like someone else pointed that out. I've never watched Rebels or uh, Clone Wars, the animated shows.
1: But it was it was cool to see that. The thing that I don't particularly care for about that, besides the fact that I don't understand why he's not dead when that happens, yeah. is that they're like, that's how he got that scar on his head from when he took his helmet off.
0: Oh, when he was dying. I didn't even think of that.
1: And I was like, and I was like, I didn't need an explanation for that.
0: How did you like, feel that he said that? Uh, <laughs> how did you feel when he said, "You didn't kill me, Obi Wan. I did," and that's kind of retroactively retconning why obi-wan lied to luke like that i felt that was like you could have you didn't need to do that you didn't need to do that you could have just left but yeah i feel like that falls in this category
1: i agree but that is fucking top tier star wars camp right there like that is exactly the kind of stupid shit that they would say in the movies so i'm not <laughs> mad
0: about it you got a point that's a good point Uh <laughs> anything else
1: um what but But yeah, I mean, there's more stuff like that. Like, Obi-Wan gives Leia Tala's holster. Yeah. And it's like, why?
0: Who cares? I didn't even know Leia had a holster. Where has this holster been this entire time? I mean, it it makes sense, right? Because
1: she had a blaster. Yeah. But it's like, I didn't need that explanation. Like, she's already feisty. It's cool, you know? just just you know just weird stuff like that the fact that that apparently on um uh in episode 5 after they so in the episode before right they escape from the um from the fucking Inquisitorious...
0: yeah the the base whatever, the fortress inquisitorius uh, yeah. yeah, that's yeah, what
1: it's called this one yeah and uh and uh and then uh, first of all reva's apparently playing 40 chess because she's oh, always—you did call it. You I did, did call it. it, but she's, but she's playing 4D chess because she's always ready for the next move before it happens. And it's like, why would? I mean, whatever. But the 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 funny thing about it for me is that apparently on droids there's a switch that you push, and it's like their their lights turn red they're trackers for the empire and they do bad shit. Okay. Right. Because when, because when Leia finally finds Lola in episode. Oh five,
0: yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, uh, God, I was like, I forgot about that. Like, I was like, Oh, that little, I guess that little droid, I guess Disney's trying to make a buck. Like hopefully little girls will buy that little like toy droid. Um, uh, yeah that was the thing so basically i i called it but then again a bu- apparently a bunch of people called it so uh but i definitely was like she's just doing all this to get close to vader but that's like another plot holy thing where it's like i mean she had plenty of time it seemed like she had plenty of times where she was just alone with vader and maybe he was on guard and like maybe she was going to catch him off guard or whatever but like that was I was like, okay, I guess. It still doesn't make any sense. Like she would do all of that stuff. I needed more Reva, basically. It's like she so she does all this awful shit and she comes out the gate hot in episode one where she's like threatening to kill this random she like chops off this random lady's hand on Tatooine and almost like and she threatens to kill Owen Lars and she does all these things, but like she's a good guy at heart. Like she's just, you know, she's just trying to get revenge and at the very end. She has a change of heart. Like it's just like, ah, uh, I don't really like this. I just felt like the character was inconsistent. Like either make her a good person or make her a bad person. Don't try and have it both ways. It's a nitpick. I'll be the first to admit, but that was something I didn't like about it.
1: Yeah, and and that kind of, I mean, they. I feel like what they wanted to do with her was like create this this foil to Darth Vader. Yeah, where like he's where he's obsessed <clears throat> with revenge and it leads him down this path. Yeah, to darkness, and she is also obsessed with revenge, but like it ends up like working out in the opposite way for her. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that they did enough, and I think part of the problem is because they they brought that story to a head in the finale, and it was really toothless because we knew. That everybody that she was going after had to live, um, so it just didn't work right, which is unfortunate because um, I think it could be a good story, but the way that it was framed in the grand scheme of things made it unsuccessful. Hmm.
0: Um, Would you wager that we'll see her? She's obviously not in the original trilogy, but like, I think Andor, which we'll talk about in a bit, Andor takes place like five years before A New Hope and like you know i guess at the end of jedi so like jet okay so jedi takes place three i want to say three years after a new Hope. So three after battle of yavin so like that's 13 years from now like in obi-wan so like you know you could you could always age her up a little bit or like put up some makeup on so like she could show up later do you want to see more reva or do you expect to see more reva or reva i don't know how to pronounce it. i was i thought it was reva I don't know. Third system. Whatever.
1: <laughs> yes, there you go. I don't know. I don't know where they would fit that story. That's the other thing. I don't know where they would cram this storyline in. It's yeah. one of those things where it's like you introduce this character that existed from during this time that was involved very closely with like the major players in the game. Yeah. And then she's just not there for the story as yeah. it unfolds. So I I don't know I, I don't know unless you also make her be a hermit somewhere but like she's the Jedi hermit that nobody goes to find.
0: Yeah, it's again that's the other and again that's why I don't think I want any more of this because it's like if they they add more characters like even Kumail we didn't even talk about Kumail I really liked Kumail I didn't think he was as funny as like they were trying to make him seem but like you know it's Kumal. I love Kumail. Non Nanjani. I'm sorry for anyone not aware, but Non Nanjani's in this. He plays a fake Jedi. It was cool seeing him, and uh, oh god, O'Shea Jackson, Ice Cube's son, plays uh, mm-hmm. uh, the the rebel captain, um, which was cool. But like, they add that's the problem with these prequels and like sidequels and just like side stories and spin-offs. It's like, you add all these characters and then just, they disappear. They're not, obviously not in the original trilogy, so it's like Well, what the fuck have they been doing for three years or, like, however many years? Like, they seem important, and if they're they're alive out there, where the hell are they? Granted, it's a big galaxy. You know, it's just, like – and that's why, like – I think that's part of the reason why – this is a little – I swear this will be quick. It's part of the reason why I never really got into Rebels or, like, Clone Wars, and I have a thing about Ashoka uh, because it's, like – like I, I don't like there being all these Jedi floating around or force users, force sensitive users out there. And uh, the inquisitors, I'll love the inquisitors in this. I don't like all these people being out there because it the more they're out there, the more it's harder to believe that Han Solo doesn't know what a Jet doesn't believe that Jedi are real, or like doesn't believe in the force. Like, I'm sorry, how how can you like how can Han Solo and I guess other people, I'm not I'm sure he's not the only person in the galaxy that believes this, but like, how can you have people that don't believe in the force? When Darth Vader's there and, like, all these Inquisitors are, like, around or, like, Jedi are being smuggled and it only happened 20 years ago. It's just – it's, like, the more you try and fit in, the more questions arise. So, like, that's why i kind of like we don't need any more of this.
1: Yeah, to your point about that, I think think it's that whole – his whole, like, Han Solo's whole, like, idea behind it is really well captured in A New Hope. Yeah. because like you had that scene earlier in the movie where uh, Vader's on the Death Star with all of those uh, Imperial officers or whatever, yeah. and he's all like and, and there's that one um, that one officer that's that's being
0: <laughs>
1: I don't know why he would do this because like, he knows I know, that's the and thing he's like... <laughs> and he's like you know, he's like your sad devotion to that ancient religion and then and then he's all invaders. All I find your lack of faith disturbing. And then he fucking murders them with the force. Pretty much. Like
0: <laughs> it. Again, it's like I think that you lose. Like okay, obviously Order sixty six. So first off, they lose a bunch of Jedi in the battle Genos Geonosis when they try to rescue. They send like two hundred of the best Jedi to go save two Jedi and one senator. And then like I think at the end, like maybe a couple dozen Jedi are survive. So they lose like so many Jedi. Jedi are not smart. That's one thing we could talk more about. The Jedi are not very smart or very perceptive. But like, okay, okay. so you lose all those Jedi. And then Order 66 kills a bunch more Jedi. And it's like you kind of lose a lot of the stakes or the weight or the impact of those losses. If you're like, well, you know, a whole bunch of Jedi died. But, you know, there's still a bunch out there. I was like, I really prefer that it just have been Vader, Palpatine yoda and obi-wan like those four those are the only four we need and the rest of them i get it you want more jedi out there because jedi are cool but like and sith user and 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 sith or uh dark side users whatever you want to call them i get it but it's also like less is more i feel because like that's the old republic the old republic was full of jedi it's time for the jedi to end basically it's like we're over we don't need any more jedi we're done with jedi so yeah, uh, I don't really have anything el- anything else to say about Obi Wan. I guess we can move on real quick to the to the fu- the, the upcoming. Uh, I guess we can touch on Boba Fett. There isn't much to say about Boba Fett. Uh, but yeah, do you have anything else to say about Obi Wan?
1: I mean, I think I think it's 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 a it's something that I've, s- I've probably said it before, and it's just kind of about this whole stuff with Star Wars in general. Like I just, and we'll probably talk about it some because we're talking about some of the stuff that's coming out. I just want new stories. It's it's cool to see us. It's cool to see the Star Wars people replaying the old hits in new skins because it was fun then and it's fun now. But I think the, the, the real goldmine is the universe that, that it all exists in. And there's tons of stories to explore there that have nothing to do with what we've, with what we've already seen.
0: I completely agree. And unfortunately... Uh... You know, it's it's so weird, it's so controlled, it's so managed. Like we have a friend, I'll bleep uh, I'll their name out worked on a Star Wars game. They never met Kathleen Kennedy, but like they were very aware of how protective Kathleen Kennedy and Star and Lucasfilm were of any Star Wars property or anything like that. So like it was uh yeah, it's it's so wild how like carefully they keep their grip on everything Star Wars especially story wise like what is allowed and what is not allowed and it's like I, like i think that they are so protective of like i here's the thing they've like i feel like they've tried to do new things and they've tried to play the old hits and they like don't really know what works so like they try both and they and they've gotten burned by both i think but like at the same time i'm like y'all need to Okay, so let's talk about what's coming up. I Again, if you didn't hear us up top, B+, plus B B grade for Obi-Wan. Uh, what would you give Boba Fett real quick? We don't have to talk a lot about Boba Fett because I've already forgotten most of it because it was pretty forgettable.
1: Right, yeah, so probably like a C because I don't remember hating it, but I mm. also don't remember it, so.
0: <laughs> yeah, in hindsight, like, it was cool. It was very disjointed. And honestly, not to make it like... I know Tamara Morrison's not Caucasian, um he's a Pacific Islander, but like you know it's it's a trope where like outsider, you know, I guess lighter skinned individual, let's say that, goes into native tribe and like learns their culture and becomes a part of the tribe, goes native, I think is the trope. Uh, I actually, you know, the whole bit, some of my favorite bits of Boba Fett were when he was with the Tuscan Raiders, like the Sand People. Like, I thought that yeah, could have been yeah, the entire show. Yeah. Or it could have just been all of him being in Tatooine or most Mos Espa or most Isley, whichever one he was, I think it was most Espa he was trying to take over. But, like, it really felt like it was weird that they tried to do both stories at the same time. And then they randomly just give us Mandalorian 2.5. It's just like, oh, okay. So they didn't have enough Boba Fett. So they had to bring. Mandalorian uh, and that's the other thing we talked about this will lead into Mandalorian season 3 I'm so mad that like I was I was legit I don't know if this came across when we talked about it but like the one of the best moments I think in all of Star Wars was when Grogu and Jin the Mandalorian had to say goodbye to each other because he had to go off to be with Luke and train with Luke I think that was one of the most beautiful moments in Star Wars as a whole and one of the most beautiful moments in like television history and then like they didn't even let it last a year and they already I mean I assumed in Mandalorian season three they were gonna get back together, but that was like two years after we had time to like greet like you know enjoy that savor that powerful moment and then like right away they undo it. And I was just like, but again, Star Wars likes to do something and then immediately undo it. <laughs> Am I right, Ben?
1: Mm-hmm. Oh yes.
0: Yes. Uh, so we have let me let me pull up my list. I have the list right here of uh every upcoming Star Wars thing. So I'll read the list and we can talk about them. So we have Andor, which is coming out um, later this year. I don't have a date. This article is pretty old. We have an Andor series with Diego Luga, set to reprise his his role as Rebel Spy, Cassian Andor. Uh, The trailer came out for that. That looked pretty cool. Ashoka is coming out, I believe, later this year as well, um, with Rosario Dawson coming back as Ahsoka. Uh, which should be interesting. Mary Elizabeth Winstead is also in that. Um, and I believe Natasha Liu Bordizo is playing, uh, give me, oh, Sabine. I don't know who that is. Oh, uh, right. yeah. Yeah, and so she's going to be in it. Uh, Sabine Wren, that's right. I'm sorry. I don't know. I really don't know the Rebels or, uh, or Clone Wars at all. I didn't watch them. Okay, so also after that, we have Mandalorian Season 3, which we kind of touched on skeleton crew with Jude Law set to lead John Watts who has directed all the three Spider-Man MCU Spider-Man films he's directing Jude Law and a Star Wars story involving I think they said it's supposed to be like the Goonies oh it's a the series is described as a galactic version of a classic emblem which is Spielberg you know E.T. Goonies all these things coming of age adventure films of the 80s we have Rangers of the New Republic which I believe was the Cara Dune So who knows at this point with all that Gina Carano shit, this still lists Lando, but that may have been canceled. I'm not exactly sure if Lando is still a thing, Uh, a Lando series, which I think would be kind of in the same vein as this Obi-Wan. We have the Acolyte, which is Russian doll creator Leslie Headland. I didn't see Russian doll. I heard it was good. So that's happening. That's a TV series. And lastly, a droid story. Will combine original Star Wars animation with new visual effects from Lucasfilm ILL, IL, ILM division, and this does not mention the Star Wars Vision season two, which I believe is coming out sometime this year. Which I really enjoyed. I really liked Star Wars Vision. Um, that was fun. Again, that was a bunch of new stories and like non canonical stories. So mm-hmm. it was like it could do whatever it wanted, and it was it was fun and it was brief. That was the other thing. So, what it, reading that list uh, haphazardly as I did, what is something that ex, what are what are some that left out to you? What are you really excited about?
1: I'm going to try and tackle them one by one. Yeah. So so just hit me with the titles cuz that'll be my refresher. So we're doing Andor first. Yes. Right? Okay. Um if I remember correctly, the synopsis for Andor is his enti- is <laughs> casting Andor's entire character arc in Rogue One, which I've already seen. Yeah. Um said 5 years before Western. the
0: Rogue the events of Rogue One. Sorry to cut you off.
1: No, no, it's all good. And, and and it's something like he learns how to stop being a like a, a selfish like self preservation whatever and learns how to be like a, a a martyr basically and I'm like oh so you're gonna tell me this story that it took you an hour and a half or I'm sorry two hours to do over like six to eight episodes okay well, um, cool I just want to that it's s- going yeah. to be cool that it's going to be with new characters and new yes. settings so cool that it's going to have all that new stuff. But at the same time, I, I saw this story with this actor playing this character already. Yeah. So, you know, I don't know. Uh, what's next?
0: Uh, I believe next was uh, Ashoka. Uh, I, well, I just want to say about Andor, you, you touched on exactly what I'm excited about. It's like new characters. I want to see new characters. I want to see new planets. It seemed not to be filmed on the volume, which is where Obi-Wan, Boba Fett, and... Uh, the Mandalorians film in the giant like CGI arena that looks photorealistic. And this looks like it's filmed on location. So that's exciting. Uh, yeah. New, all I want is new worlds, new characters, and like some, some like rebel Alliance espionage underneath the, cause I really enjoyed that about rogue one where it was like, you know, I just love like them. I really like the rebel Alliance, like really trying to be like, you know spies and espionage underneath the watch of the empire. Like I find that interesting, but yeah,
1: yeah. Show me many Bothans. Show me many yes. Bothans.
0: Show us many Bothans. Yes, bitch. Yes, but no. Like seriously, like um, uh, what's uh, what's Mads' character in Rogue One? Jyn ErsO's father, Galen. Orson, oh yeah, right? yeah. But, but like him being in the Empire, but like him like sabotaging the Death Star. I find that fascinating. It's like. I want to know more about that. I want to know what it's like working at that base while like leading the double life, like where he's just like he's helping them build it, but like he's also having to like on the slick sabotage. Like that's interesting to me. So I want to see more of that spy shit and that double life shit. So next is Ahsoka, which we got a little bit of in uh, Mandalorian season two and a little bit in Book of Boba Fett because again, half a Book of Boba Fett was just Mandalorian season two point five. So are you excited about that, that? I mean, we both love Rosario.
1: Yes, we do. And Ahsoka is a cool character. So. I don't know if you've researched her at all or gotten any kind of stuff from her from the shows.
0: I have a working knowledge or working understanding of who she is.
1: So I feel like she was kind of one of the, in in this more modern era of Star Wars media, she was one of the first uh, Jedi that was like, you know what, these people suck. They just don't get it. Um, And then she goes off and does her own thing. Uh, which is cool, which is why you see her with those white, lightsab- white lightsabers. Um,
0: yeah.
1: It's because she kind of finds her own way with all that stuff. Um, so, I don't know what that... Well, no, I do know what they're going to do with her, because they announced Sabine Wren. So, at the end of... Um, again, tell me if, you've, if you're have familiar with this, but small synopsis of Rebels. Um, Ahsoka's reintroduced in Rebels as an adult, because when we first see her in a Clone Wars, she's a... Young Padawan. She's Anakin's Padawan, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so she's reintroduced as an adult in uh, Rebels. And the main character of Rebels um, it ends up like kind of disappearing with an incredibly interesting character that will be really interesting if that ends up being the villain in the Rebel show.
0: Oh, um, are you talking? To- uh- yeah, let's. I'll bleep that out. But yeah, that's who I thought you were talking about. So don't want to spoil it. So I'll bleep um, out what you The character <clears> you just mentioned.
1: So that character is an incredibly interesting character. Yes, um, yes they are. And it, yes, and it would be really interesting to see who they're going to be played by if that ends up being what it's going to be. But with Ahsoka being Ahsoka and Sabine Wren being Sabine Wren, it seems like that's going to kind of go in that direction, which mm-hmm. is cool. So if that's the direction the story goes, I'm excited about it. Again, with what we talked about before, I don't know how that is going to fit in with the rest of Star Wars canon. Like when those characters return, if they do return, um, I don't know why they wouldn't be involved with anything after the fact. Although, although we do see um, the ghost as one of the ships in that giant armada that shows up in Rise of Skywalker
0: at the end. Okay, of the movie. and that's the ship from Rebels, right? Rebels, yes. Yeah, um, and I, I think what's the character Ezra? Yeah, I think I heard a rumor, or maybe it was confirmed. I'm not sure, but the the guy who played Aladdin in the live action Aladdin movie, Guy Ritchie's live action Aladdin, I heard. I think I heard this, or it was confirmed. I don't know, but I believe that actor was confirmed to be playing Ezra and i was like okay that's cool doesn't really mean anything to me i guess i'll find out when the time comes but like sure again i could i'm not gonna bore the audience with my bullshit of why i've never watched rebels or clone wars but or bad batch like i just it's a whole thing but anyway so uh after that we had i think skeleton crew which jude law sure um and then oh well the Mandalorian season three i i'm very curious about Mandalorian season three like what's uh what's her face uh katie sackoff's character oh god what the fuck is her name oh i can't remember her name oh oh Oh. we we claim to be experts on this and we can't remember names
1: you're gonna say it and i'm gonna be like why could i why did i forget that yeah i've seen her okay like okay yes
0: See, even experts like us, kids, uh, forget these names because there's so many goddamn characters in Star Wars uh, that don't really mean anything to the entire plot, but, you know, exist, so you got to know about them. Anyway, so I'm really excited, like... I don't... I was really bummed out. Like, I was really, really hoping, not that I have anything against Grogu, I was really hoping we'd get, like, a season without Grogu. Or, like, they show up later on in season three, but they brought him back right away. And so, like... I was kind of hoping it would be more of a Bo Katan, Din and you know, the Mandalorian, Pedro Pascal's character. I was hoping for more of that. But it looks like it's just gonna be more Grogu in, in in Jin. Like that's fine. I love them. But like I'm like, I don't want this to like get stale. Like, can we can you like figure out some, maybe maybe they will. Fabro and Feloni, maybe they will find something new. But like I'm like, you know, I was kind of hoping to see like cause at the end of season two, they're like, Bo Katan's like yo bitch that's my dark saber and he's like uh sure you can have it but it's like not really her like it's so like i was interested in that resolution but like whatever we'll see what do you think mandalorian season three
1: yeah i don't know how much um how much more juice you can squeeze out of um a buddy cop show where one of the buddies doesn't communicate
0: yeah, it's more like Lone Wolf and Cub, which is an old manga slash anime. It's a long running thing, and it's just like, yeah. And I don't, I kind of. That's why I was hoping he would stay with Luke for a while, so we could be like, let's find out more about Jin. Like, like now that he takes off his helmet, now he can take off his helmet or whatever, or like what Or he's trying to make up for his sins of taking off his helmet. Like, let's see what he that takes us. But it's like, no, we got to bring the star back. Even though it's called The Mandalorian, it's really The Grogu Show. We can't have a Grogu Show without Grogu. I'm just like, man, okay, sure, why not? So uh, what else is there to talk about, Benjamin? Uh, so we have uh, Skeleton Crew. Like a lot of these other ones, it's fine. Skeleton Crew with Good Jude up. Law, John Watts. I really like those Spider-Man films, so yeah, let's go with it. What do you think?
1: Yeah, sure. I'm in the same boat.
0: Yeah, he was supposed to direct the Fantastic Four marvel's fantastic four movie but he dropped out i think to focus on this or just to focus on other things because he just did three spider-man films back to back to back so he probably wants a break from superheroes for a hot second but i he's i loved all three of those films and apparently he even though it's a spider-man film even though it's all part of a larger whole, and you know sony and and marvel studios had a lot of things but john watts was the director and i think he's a big part of the reason why those films work so well so hopefully they're good Rangers of the New Republic, like you said, I think that was Cara Dune, but who knows? Maybe they just might take it a whole another direction. Maybe they just cancel it. Talk about fumbling the bag. I,
1: honestly, I hope I hope that it's Reno Nine One One, but it's <laughs> those, but it's those X-wing cops.
0: Yes. Oh man, but yeah, talk about fumbling the bag. Maybe it'll be a Carl Weathers show. Who doesn't love Carl Weathers? Apollo Creed. Uh, <laughs> exactly. But like Cara Dune, God. Talk about just fumbling the bag. I know I've said that three times now, but like, God, you, all you had to do when you joined star Wars is play along and don't do anything stupid or say anything stupid. And you will be enriched. You will make so much money. And she just, God, she was like, Nope, burn it all to the ground. It's not about the money. It's about sending a message. And I'm just like, dog, you just missed out on so much money. You were gonna be the star of your own Star Wars show. I'm sure, Obi- I'm sure, Ewan McGregor, and plus he was an exec producer. But I'm sure, like, he made a god, he made a lot of money for that because Disney has the money to pay you, and you could have been the star of the show, but you had to go fuck around and find out. Goddamn, Benjamin, people are so fucking stupid over the dumbest shit, dude. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> do you have anything to add to that before we wrap up?
1: um we have star wars movies coming out also that we can discuss
0: oh briefly. yeah we got uh, i didn't even look at the. i just looked at the tv series i didn't look at the, the movies we got Tyka's movie yes um
1: which i'm very excited about Definitely. um that's supposed to be the next one that comes out mm-hmm. and i'm first of all excited because it takes place not during this whole skywalker saga timeline um it's supposed to take place like a hundred years before all that yeah is very cool um, because, uh, I think the only people that are alive from what we've seen are probably some of the older, I mean, Yoda, obviously, and some of the older members of the Jedi council and maybe Chewbacca. Cause he's really fucking old, but I don't really remember he'd be, you know, a, a baby Wookiee at that point.
0: I think they're like, I think he's like 130 by the time. I don't ask me why I, that number, I pulled that specific number, but I think he was like super fucking old, like you said. So I think he's like, a yeah, a younger Wookiee. And hopefully, if Yoda's there, Puppet Yoda, Frank Oz, bring Frank Oz back. Let's let's do it.
1: Please. Yes. So I'm excited. I like Taika. He's mm-hmm. a lot of fun. Um, And I think that's what Star Wars needs is fun. Um, So yes. I'm excited about that um anything you want to say about that
0: uh yeah i agree with you i think that this vision specifically taught us anything it's like star wars can be a lot of different things and the more voices again it's harder for lucasfilm to control the franchise with more people involved but like the more voices the more fresh takes we can bring to the series like taika i think if he did what he did with thor i think he could do with star wars like just doesn't need to necessarily be a comedy, but like just a fresh take on it, like just something new that we haven't seen yet. And it doesn't always need to be the same stuff. It can be, there's, there, it can, it can do, they're doing so much. Some of it can be like the old stuff, and then some of it can be radically different. So there is a balance that can be struck. Yeah, love it. I'm looking forward to Thor, Love, and Thunder coming out in like less than two weeks. So yeah, that should be a lot of fun. So I think what Patty Jenkins so, uh, film is next?
1: Yes, Rogue Squadron. I don't know which – I mean, I'm assuming – so we saw Rogue Squadron get invented in Rogue One. Yeah. um, Which is cool, I guess. And then that ends up being Luke Squadron after the fact. So I don't know what it's going to focus on. Um, I think I would shit myself if it was
0: about Wedge. Oh, Um, God. Don't tease me. I will, I will. sorry kids, I will literally cream my pants if they give us a Wedge and Tilly show, because me and Ben are like, either captain or co-captain or vice president and president of the Wedge and Tilly's fan club.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, I'm holding my hopes out for that, uh, because I don't think that they would be so stupid as to make it about Luke. Yeah. Because, what's the point? But yeah, I mean, Wedge was there from A1 from day one. So...
0: Hmm. Uh, Sorry I think, about that. And then the rumored fic, hype, like the much delayed uh, Ryan Johnson trilogy or Ryan Johnson film, but uh, who knows? Yeah, I
1: know. He's focusing on other stuff, but I will hold that hope because I would love to see what he can do with a completely original Star Wars story.
0: Yeah. And now we're going to talk about The Last Jedi. No, we're not talking about The Last Jedi. I never want to talk about The Last Jedi. Three minutes. Yeah. No, uh, it's so funny. One of my other friends, Cole, shout out to Cole. It's so weird. Like, I wish I could get you two in a room, but it might get, like, very shouty. Like, he fucking hates The Last Jedi. And you fucking love that movie. And it is so funny to me. I have two friends that have polarized opinions on the same film. And I'm there in the middle, like, was fine, I liked it. It had some cool stuff, it had some bad stuff. It was okay, it's fine. Had problems with it, stuff I enjoyed. But that isn't that wrapping up, isn't that Star Wars as a whole? It had some fun stuff, some stuff I didn't like, some stuff I loved. Kind of just had to take the good with the bad, and uh, I think that's what balances the force, if I may say so, taking the good and the bad. And that is as pithy as I get, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, that's going to do it for us tonight, guys. Uh, thank you, Ben, for doing this. This will probably be the last. I might have you back on. More on that later uh, for the one of the last episodes because we have we have them coming up. We have 98 and 99 coming up, and then episode 100. It's probably going to be a 2 part It's going to be a jam-packed episode. Um, so, yeah, that's going to do it for all of us. Tonight, though, in this mini-episode, thank you for listening. Please like, subscribe, and share. Yeah, dude, Star Wars. It's a big reason I started this pod was because I love talking about it and I love talking to you about it. I love talking to you about a whole bunch of shit. We text literally every day about yep. many, many things. So anything mm-hmm. you want to say? I have one, but you are feel free to go first.
1: Uh, words of wisdom. Failure is the best teacher. I'm going to rip one off of TLJ right there.
0: There you go. My two lasting Star Wars uh, words of advice are... You must let go of everything you fear to lose. And I fear nothing for all is as the force wills it. That's going to do it for us, guys. We are two huge nerds. <laughs> but we have each other, and that's all that matters. Uh, and we have Star Wars. So, all right, guys. Thank you for listening, and, uh, yeah, uh, catch you all later. And, uh, Ben, I love you, and I'll talk to you later. And give my love to your, to your partner, Morgan, and uh, Amy. Of course. All right. Night, guys. Bye, Ben. Bye.